When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How's everybody doing out there? Staying warm? Listening to your two favorite drive time divas? We got random thoughts coming up in about 20 minutes. We're going to talk about Britney Spears in about a half an hour. All right. Because I think everybody's been watching that. Oh, everyone's been watching that. And um, Holly posted today because it would have been 50 years ago, February 9th, 1964. There are some birthday people. Tom Hiddleston is 40. Judith Light is 72. And the Beatles were on... The Ed Sullivan, Sullivan show. Go Judith Light. Yeah, go Judith Light. I uh-huh. love, we love no, her. No, and I love that Hiddles is 40. Yeah. I mean, that whole, what a blurb that summer must have been when he was with Taylor Swift. But everyone knew his name. Yep. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Hiddles. Yeah, Hiddles. And Judith Light. She's amazing. Forever. Karen. From One, One Life, Life to Live. Live. Oh, I was going to say, wasn't she the mom? On, on Who's the Boss? Who's the Boss? Yeah. With Danny. I would have never Tony guessed Danza. that she would have gone on to bigger she's, and better things. After she's all. a theater she's actress, and she's gorgeous. She, yeah, in person. We saw her like... She's lovely. Three years ago, We were, she was standing next to us. And she like, reminds me what you're going to look like at that age. Oh, Julie. Tall, Tall and skinny and, and long limbs. In you a know. snowsuit from a distance. <laughs> no, yeah, right. <laughs> in a long black gown, evening gown from a distance. Yeah. Uh, it looks good. Hey, I've got a couple of little newsy tidbits for you, okay? okay? So our Donnie Love... I know, has a new has job. Has a new job. He does. He's coming out of retirement, but he's not coming back here. here. Just disappointing. Which he said to me, I wouldn't come back there because I I just don't want to work that hard. So he's a part-time job. He's at WDGY, which if people have listened yeah. to that station he's, on Saturday nights, he's they've been heard him. Yep. spinning and mm-hmm. DJing 70s music. He's which gonna, is his passion. Totally. totally. So that's, and that's when he was a DJ, you know, is back he in gonna, the day. Is he going to keep the Donnie Love name, or is he going back to... I certainly hope he is. I yeah. mean, he would be... Uh, he didn't ask for my PR I, advice. I should have trademarked advice, that name. My PR advice would be yes, and so he's going to be the morning drive guy, because the longtime uh, Paul, I can't think of his name right now, is retiring. Yes. He's been there like was 40 Paul years. Geiger, maybe? Yes, yeah. it was. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so he's super happy about it, but he's happy that it's just part time and just playing music and talking, and talking a little music. bit yeah, exactly. a little bit in between so neil justin had the I scoop saw that. on that yeah and he did then, um people absolutely loved we'll see what the ratings are next uh, week but following the super bowl queen latifah premiered with her tv show the equalizer 20 million people stuck around 
Because people were dropping out of the Super Bowl oh. as, as oh. the night oh. went on because the game was so bad. It so was. bad. It was, But yet, in Minnesota, we were one of the top markets for watching it. Yeah, well, we... Have nothing to do. No, no, but we <laughs> love football, and it was maybe nice to see somebody else like blow it that badly. Yeah. It was sort of satisfying. To <laughs> yeah. It's an, not just the Vikings. It's not, do it. Yeah, there's other teams that suffer We're real in this heartbreak. together. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, so that's a solid, great number. Well, and did you watch it? Yeah, and you know what? It, it was good. I did not realize that this is like a remake of... You know, the equalizer, Denzel Washington. Do you remember that movie? I do remember that movie. Okay, so I she's do. playing the Denzel Washington mm-hmm. part, and Chris Noth is in it, Mr. Big. From Sex and the City. Yeah, and he's basically her old... So she, the story is, she's a newly retired CIA operative okay. who's trying to settle into a quiet life of motherhood with... You know, school drop-offs and blah, blah, blah. And she almost gets her wish until her old handler, Chris Noth, shows up to meet with her at the Coney Island Wonder Wheel to talk about what turns out to be a resignation that maybe is not such a big resignation. And boom, bam, action, packed. Rocco, did you watch it? I did not. It was good. Was it, was she's the ass-kicking yeah. mom we need. She's really good okay. at it. And when she was on... With GMA this morning, you know, they had her going down memory lane when she was Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. And she don't even remember. When yeah. was that? Rocko, Mid-90s? And see. It was uh, one of those group lineups, sure. but she said, it is the most incredible feeling in the world as a performer. Because Queen Latifah, a.k.a. Robin, you know, she's, she's, she's a, you know, triple threat. 1998. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because Katy Perry was on with someone last night, but I just saw the outtakes of Kimmel. it. Kimmel, because American Idol comes back next Sunday yes. night. And she was talking about her Super Bowl halftime performance and said that they, and you wouldn't believe how many practice runs, practice rehearsal, runs, like rehearsals, rehearsals, 75s. Yeah. And she says, so now we're into the like sixth dress rehearsal and I'm trying to get off that big golden Trojan yeah. elephant thing or whatever. She was, was on a, a horse or was a, it a horse. Lion I don't know, or... something huge. Yeah. She said what the crowd couldn't see on the other side was this fire pole and she had to slide down the fire pole and she slid down it and it's like they only have a few rehearsals left before oh, the big these day. performers, the things they do. I mean, and it's split. Yeah. Her latex outfit just split right down the middle. It. Yeah, all that. Remember she had the sharks dancing with her? Oh, yeah. I thought that jumped the shark. That was a spectacle, though. That was it a really, good fun it spectacle. It really was. Uh, the weekend, his um, big sacrifice, um, besides if spending $7 million, now Katie was asked by uh, Kimmel, did you have to spend that much? She said, well, I know I spent thousands of extra dollars because they just give you a certain budget. Okay, but But not- he might have spent a lot of that money because that jacket... What? Was those were rubies? Okay, stop. And it weighed forty pounds. Stop. And his choreographer was on like Entertainment Tonight, and said he had to work up to wearing this jacket so he could move in it. And they were really trying to take people in a video and in this character. And he admitted, or this might have been. In John Bream's review, um, because he really did a great dissection of just sort of everything that was going on. But basically that 
this was on anybody's bucket list, but maybe at 30, the weekend was just like a little too young for this because he had this vision of it. Maybe you'd have a bigger spectacle vision if you were a little older. Because he does need, he needed another performer. He needed a performer to come back in and it with him and go, ta da! And then both of them ta da together. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, it was a, it was a lavish but cryptic Super Bowl show, is what Breen called it. And maybe too soon, but he, it was a 40 pound jacket. And ma- I don't know how many rubies were on there, but those were rubies. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And um, we know heavy clothing because when we went to the Liberace Museum before oh my God. Our, it closed, Rocco, we're not even kidding you. No, I'm dead serious. Before it closed, in the, the, the woman who was the. Um, the docent. The docent. Thank and she you, was like Mario. 90. I couldn't come up with that word. She was like 90. Out. She knew him she and knew everything. Him and, and, and you could put on one of his capes. And okay. I put it, we both, I think, put it on. But they I put were, it on and it was so. Like, it was like 30 pounds. So heavy. Yeah. It, and that he'd sit at the piano and play. Yeah. That was, and it got torn down like a couple years later, but it was such no, a... No, they sold his family, his the estate, the Liberace, sold, the sold it because it was it was only a couple blocks off the strip, like off of hard Flamingo. Rock. It was, it was by Hard Rock. It was a real good, and they got offered too much money, and it was costing a lot of money to sit on this land, but Liberace <sighs> bought this strip mall because he was such a collector of things, cars... cars Fancy things. He needed like a Swarovski Rolls Royce or something. Yes, he did. They had all the cars there, so he needed a big place. So they they tried to get somebody to take it. Nobody like all those old museums, like the Debbie Reynolds ones, is gone. We didn't go to that one, but think of the old car museum that was inside of the first hotel that we broadcast from. I mean, there are so many cool old things that. New real estate development. Well, Debbie took over. Reynolds had a hotel with yeah. a gambling husband, and she just had her big, huge MGM collection of costumes on display because she owned the building because she was paying all this money to store them. It costs a lot of money to store crap, yes, and it display does. it and everything. But Rocco, at yeah. least so we, we never had heavy. We never had to store. Our eggs. I would go to a Liberace oh, museum. I'll tell it you. Was, oh, it was. We were so, so much glad because we usually are super lazy, we're and I think so Neil, lazy. Neil the Knitter told us. Yes, there. you have to go, and we're so lazy when we get Not, there. Yeah, it was, usually you just sit by the pool. Not and, really. No, we want to gamble and see what happens. We want to party. That doesn't sound lazy. That sounds Well, we want to stay in our little bubble. We don't want to venture out. What's yeah. your favorite place to stay at? Bellagio. Bellagio. Yeah. yeah. You sweet right. Caesars down at Bellagio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, we gotta we're get cutting into your random oh, time. I girly. Didn't even, oh my gosh, big time. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Well, if you're wondering what to celebrate today, grab a pizza and sit down. Well, because kind of it national is, pizza. It day. is, and there's several of these. The, today's natural today's national pizza day. There's national pizza pie day, blah blah blah. But I did do a little investigative reporting for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the big thing now, what kind of pizza are you guys in love with? Because I every know every kind of pizza. No, but you have a favorite crust. 
You don't like I like I like a thin crust. I yeah. gotta be honest. Yeah. I you know, I do like a thin crust, but if I'm in Chicago, I will go deep dish for yeah. days. And okay. Absolutely. Okay, so thirty one percent of the people right now like thin crust. So that's changed. It used to just be regular. That's because we've eaten so much of it this year. That's what I think. And we're trying not to eat all the calories, so we're going for the well, thinner ones. You, we've had so much pizza that was the number one, t- you know. I really haven't. Are I've you, eaten well, more You're cream. alone. I mean, what are we talking for <laughs> options here? Like well, thin crust? All right, here's versus... what we're talking about. Thin crust, regular crust, deep dot dish, pan, Sicilian. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what the difference between deep dish and pan is. Do either of you know? Not really, no. Okay, well, it's where the sauce goes. Okay, deep dish has doughy kind of crust, and then um, the cheese goes on top of the dough, and then the sauce goes on top of the cheese. So what it does is it keeps the cheese more cheesy in the middle layer. I never knew that. So the red is on top, Mm -hmm. and the pan is um, softer, doughier, and the sauce and then the cheese on it, but it's the thick too. And it's got more like of a of a bread strip strip, like front, you know, bread mm-hmm. stick crust to it. But that's why deep dish is so cheesy and gooey. The cheese goes on is the second layer after the dough. That must be why Casey always makes me get deep dish. I know, because you always have to eat it and we always wonder why. Well, he loves he just loves it. That's yeah. his the pizza. cheese is cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. No. And yeah, there's a place in Chicago, I think, called Pequods or something where they kind of butter the crust. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Italian pie shop has amazing. They they really do. They have amazing whatever they use in their dough. It's very good. And I always like Devani's because I like it a little crunchy and they would put a cornmeal or something on theirs. I don't Mm -hmm. know. We all have Mm -hmm. our things, but just any kind of pizza. I mean, I like Heggie's frozen pizzas. Huh? I'm with you on Heggie's. I do too. I like Jack's. Yeah, I mean, I, you I got a think, doctor and put fennel and oregano and some cheese on there's it. There's not really too many pizzas that I've ever. The, the most amazing one, eye opening pizza memory I have is when I went to Italy sure. when I was 19 and we got a pizza in Roma and we didn't even recognize it. It wasn't red. It, no, I mean, it was like, wow, you know. Right. It, it was, and I remember like the first it, time having a... This is a cracker with olive oil right. and some tomatoes <laughs> and big pieces right. of cheese. And, remember your and first time... And we the margarita. Having we were, the margarita pizza. Yeah. That was life changing. was amazing. Yes. But it's nothing. nothing. It like, really isn't anything like it. All right. Um, so a year ago, they did something, you know, date nights pre-pandemic and date nights post-pandemic. Basically, the number one thing a date night used to be going out to dinner, going out to the movies, going to an outdoor activity away from home, going to music, going to shopping, going to music. And now today's date nights a year later, getting delivery or takeout, cooking dinner together, movie night at home, game night at home, playing video. We're so tired of each other. (laughs) Sick of it. Sick of it. Although just think about all the people who've lost people yes, and then you can can't just even, snap right out of it. Yes. Can't even think of that. Yeah. Okay, 28% of Americans think Valentine's Day is a real house. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Holiday? Really? And it's only a real holiday if you have a wife or a girlfriend or a lover. <laughs> Everyone else just thinks it's... It then it's, it's, it's Galentine Day, and you got to remember your, or your I don't, you know, your gal pals yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah, I like don't a even. real holiday, like a government, yeah, sanctioned. Well, holiday. maybe it's because when we're like kids, and I don't know, if it's always fun making the Valentine box and then Loved buying it. those little cards. Loved and it. I still mail the nieces and nephews Valentine cards oh. with a, a a greenback, Rocco. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That is now nice. Now it's up to 20 because they're all... And I ask every time, yeah, are my kids included in any of these? Never have. No. <laughs> never have been once. No, yeah. I know. Remember no. how there was all those shipping delays for Christmas presents? Yeah. Oh, yeah? We got like a late Timberwolves jersey for my kids. So oh, I'm you like, did? Hey, stash that away for Valentine's Day. Oh, there Jeez. you go. There Let's you go. go. Yeah. I loved doing that, getting the kids. And they're like, Mom, all we have are like... Heart-shaped underwear, St. Patrick's Day underwear, um, Halloween underwear, because I would always get them funny underwear. Um, Okay, so um, you know how much we've been saying this, whoever invented the um, baby reveal, the gender reveal baby, you know, showers. Should be shot with a cannon. Yeah. Well, it happened and he died. What? No, we know these things have exploded in people's faces. They started forest fires. They started a fire in Arizona. California. California, a major one. Well, this literally happened in Michigan. A man was killed when a small cannon exploded at a baby shower. Every other man was jealous that this guy got to leave early. Oh, Julia. (laughs) Here's the thing. Jay Leno. Yeah, Jay Leno. Where's your bada bing, bada boom? Give me something. Give me some love. Here's the thing. People who are having babies, people don't care. Ever. What baby you're having. As long as it's healthy and we like surprise us. It's a Pinterest holiday. We don't need to come to a party. And buy a present and then fake pretend interest that, oh my gosh, you're having one of only two kinds. Well, it adds another party because the gender reveal is a party before the baby shower party. For another present. Yes. Yeah. Someone was smart who did that on Pinterest, but now I think it's going to I mean, it's good for bakeries and stuff, I guess, but it's like really, it is in the thing. Like, you just have to suck it up depending on who it is in your family and pretend to wildly love it. And then be very glad when your friend tells you about it, you know, that they're going to win and you don't have to because it's not a family member. Lori hates (laughs) anything to do with showers. Rocco, we hosted one last summer. Lori should have, oh, I'm here, Julia. And I'm like, oh. Julia, I'm shower phobic. (laughs) She can't do it. Oh, because for the most part, they're they're just, you know. They're so fun. They can be. It depends on who. Wow. What. But I'm saying a gender reveal. I know. I, I think they are going to be close to being banned. They've caused so much trouble. Well, maybe in people's they're lives. just going to go out of vogue because people have realized, in the, we've realized what's important. Staying at home and cooking together. No. <laughs> Eating frozen pizza. Getting, getting pizza. <laughs> or just having the baby shower and putting a candy bar in the diaper mm. and trying to figure uh, out. Yeah, I, I hate it. We don't need the gender I hate 
Movie Mouth. That game. Oh, I hate that game, Molly. <laughs> that one's fun. Oh, oh. Joke. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. So uh, maybe you heard us talking about this yesterday. All three of us watched um, Framing Britney Spears on FX or, and or Hulu. It's yes. streaming right now. Um, and it made us mad, sad, and... And and apologetic in a way, and And shocked, and shocked. It was absolutely shocking, and because um, we just kind of, in the context of all this, started happening. You know, twenty. I mean, twenty four years ago. I mean, she's thirty nine. So she, anyway, just looking back at all of this and seeing this documentary and thinking about her dad and what are his motives and her boyfriend Sam. Came out today on Instagram. His last name Az- Azgari, yeah, I think. Okay. And he came did an Instagram story thanking everyone, and then he just said, "I have zero respect for someone trying to control our relationship and constantly throwing obstacles in my in our way." In my opinion, Jamie is a total D. I well, won't this is be not going to bode well for him. Who? Sam? Yeah. No, I mean, Brittany wants out of this conservatorship with her dad. Her dad has total control. She can't get out of it. Going on 13 years. Amazing. She wants to marry Sam. She wants to have a baby with him. I don't know. He's literally in charge of. She can't even go to Target with her own money. You know, I mean, that's really. He's just getting out there and just letting speaking, if you will, for Brittany, because she is not performing. She was going to do a residency at the MGM. I remember. Did a press conference, looked absolutely miserable. After that press conference, her dad lets us know she's gone to a rehab for just a mental, not, not, I can't remember what the wording. check, I even felt like it was. What's yes. That? But it was because Brittany told her dad, screw you, I'm not ever performing again while you're my conservator. Mm-hmm. And he checked her in to a mental health clinic because he's the conservator. Mm. She's being done dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, I never got that whole free Brittany thing, but watching this and then knowing all this, these things, and then she hasn't. And then, you know, six months later, the pandemic happened. So it was a moot point. But that's the only control that she has is to say, I won't perform. But when she first told her dad that after that MGM press conference, he checked her into a rehab. She has no rights. She has no rights. So she has no rights. Lots of stuff happening. Uh, The Today Show covered it. And I think this clip starts with her longtime assistant, Fee, who gives this documentary a lot of credibility, credibility. Mm-hmm. along with really how the the whole way they put this together, I think is really good documentary yeah, film I thought work. It was good. So here we go. I didn't then, nor do I now, understand what a conservatorship is, especially for somebody Brittany's age and somebody capable of so much that I know firsthand she's capable of. After the doc premiered, the Free Britney movement gained renewed support online, including from stars like Sarah Jessica Parker and Andy Cohen. Demands for justice and apologies. The phrase, we are sorry, Britney, trending on Twitter. All the different conversations it sparked about 
uh, misogyny or tabloid culture or mental health conversations and even just awareness of the conservatorship system has been uh, really gratifying. The star spoke candidly about the conservatorship as part of a 2008 MTV documentary. When I tell them the way I feel, it's like they hear me, but they really not listening. It's like, it's bad. And we are seeing her functioning in a way that doesn't jive with the conservatorship, which is we're going to take essentially uh, control of your life because you are not able to manage your own life. All eyes on the icon again as she fights for control of her life. And if you remember, she got a restraining order against her dad because he physically assaulted her oldest boy. Yes, she did. Wait, that was just... Really? That was in 2019. So there's been all kinds of things. You know, Jamie, I mean, I don't doubt that maybe there was a period of time... Where she needed this. Where she needed this. I would this, agree. Okay, but... And, and uh, it always does seem like a bad idea to have your dad or like that 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 there's you know because he was not involved in, in her, her career at all he was a very distant dad yep. even when they were an intact you know family mm-hmm. or whatever and so swooping in and he was not like a educated you know like he, i wouldn't even i like i wouldn't he doesn't seem like he had the knowledge. Even this lawyer guy that he wants, this Andrew Wallet is his name. He he's not even a big, a big money. You're like, where's this guy from? So there's a lot of fishy stuff as you but go who, in. Who is even he is in I know, charge? I know he is. So where 100%. is her mom? Can her mom not no, do anything no. to fight this and help her? No, because she's not married to Jamie anymore. Remember, they I got un- divorced. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, uh, how is there even an out for her? Sonny Hostin, the ladies on the View were all furious about this, but and Sonny Hostin said there hasn't been a case in California where conservatorship uh, gets reversed. Then she needs some someone to like. This is why the free Britney thing. She, she needs that's Kim why Kardashian. She's, she's been pushing for a third party financial management group to manage her money. Yep. And Jamie wants Andrew Wallet, and that is his name, a man with like no financial manage experience except for the time a few years ago when he helped Jamie manage Britney's money. So there's no end to the people who think Jamie might be involved in her decades long it's going on 13 years conservatorship that he's in it for the wrong reason and she feels that way too i mean she can't marry her boyfriend it's terrible she'd like to have a baby she literally cannot do anything so sam has gave an interview to people but he also was on instagram stories diane sawyer people are Going back and looking at some of her baby voice whisper celebrity interviews, like with Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston and looking glamour magazine posted the Brittany Diane Sawyer's interview. It's it. It, the the yes, the, it's terrible. The sex is the way that she ways. even and treated also, her. The Matt Lauer interviews posted and yes. how horrible it mean that what was. What did you do to Brit? Right. You know, it's like when you look back at it. So Diane Sawyer was 
I mean, Brittany deserved a better interview, but that was really, you know, um, seeing how invasive the media was and that should no one protecting her against that. And Craig Ferguson, so a, a Brittany fan site came up with this because a lot of people were yelling, you know, like, wow, look at all mainstream media and the late night hosts. She in the documentary, we see all the punchlines. Yeah. Um, Perez Hilton was brutal. 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 Um, but there's a clip of, and we've got it, of, of TV host Craig Ferguson, who I saw once in his in the CBS. I'll never do it again because you got to wait for like four hours in a line. We are terrible at waiting. Oh, Rocco. Rocco, we don't care about <laughs> but, that much about anything to wait. Again, the, why we're not yeah, actresses. <laughs> we stayed at the Farmer's Daughter right across from CBS, and the Grove is there. And you know, it was kind of a fun twenty-four yes. hour thing. But um, yeah, we wait in line, and it's just tiny. But I love Craig Ferguson. He just was. For a time period, one of the just a sharp, funny late night host. But here he is. Um, and this is a 2007 monologue where Britney had been in the news quite a bit. 2007 might have been the year when she shaved her head and, you know, was attacking a paparazzi with her umbrella because she was so sick of them following her. So sick of them. And she's trying to see her kids and she's so emotional. So much is going on. But we don't know any of that because we're just all buying our Us Weekly people in touch and think how many more there were back then. So many more. Here's here's, uh, uh, Craig Ferguson. Now, I remember uh, what's ha- it's been happening in the press and the media recently, and particularly in the so-called news outlets, I, I, the, the, the way the media is looking at the world. I, I, I kind of had similar feelings when I, when I used to watch America's Funniest Home Videos. You know, you'd be laughing at the kid falling over, and then you go, wait a minute, put down the damn camera and help your kid. What the hell is wrong with you? And I, and I, and I think we're kind of holding the camera, and people are falling apart. People are, people are dying. That Anna Nicole Smith woman, she died. No, it's not a joke, you know, it's, it stops being funny. That, that She's got a six-week-old kid or six-month-old kid. What the hell is that? You know, and, I, I, and I, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable about making fun of these people. And for me, comedy should have a certain amount of joy in it. It should be about, uh, about us attacking the powerful people, attacking the politicians and the, and the Trumps and the, and the blowhards. <laughs> uh, go after them. <laughs> We shouldn't be attacking the vulnerable people. And I think, I, I'm going to, this is totally a mea culpa, this is just for me. I think my aim's been off a bit recently. I, I, I want to change it a bit. So tonight, no Britney Spears jokes. This woman has two kids. She's 25 years old. She's a baby herself. She's a baby. How about that? No, so that, that was going, that was kind of going around. And, yeah. and I like remember that because we were just like whoa he we watched that show religiously you know dvr'd it and we were just like whoa and we were so upset about anna nicole and the whole oh it felt like howard stern not the howard stern broadcasting howard stern but howard stern her attorney slash thought he was the uh, you know he was like her conservator he was her drug dealer yeah and drug dealer and i just think it's past time for jamie to be kicked off Britney's conservatorship, and mm-hmm. the, it just needs to end entirely. He's not had good, you know, intentions, it doesn't seem like. And it really feels like her family abandoned her. It does. Where's her mom and where's her sister? Yeah. 
I it mean, really does, Lori. And I think this documentary is going to do wonders because look at how everyone, it's a renewed interest. And it's uh, behind the other angle that we didn't know. We bought the she's gone. Yes. You know, she's bipolar. She's doing this. She's doing that. No, we didn't even know what it was and hadn't seen a celebrity in that situation I mean, before. And other was, than maybe Princess Diana. And I don't know if anyone had the level of scrutiny when you watch this. Because Britney Spears' pictures were worth so much money. Yeah. The magazines were selling them. And, and Princess Diana, the same thing. They would do anything to get I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Get a photo of her. Yeah. Anyway, just, yeah. So, yeah, hashtag it's, free Britney. It's an eye-opening thing. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on Hulu yeah. or FX. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak, and I'm curious what... Julia has to say about this pop star has to say about her baby. Oh, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Okay, Julia, this is so we were just having a conversation off the air, and I'll just set up the story. So okay. Julia is a Virgo, Rocco. <laughs> Beyonce yes. is a Virgo. Okay. Prince Harry is a Virgo. Idris Elba is a Virgo. Keanu Reeves are Virgos. Virgos are amazing people. But Virgos are anal retentive, highly organized, and very schedule routine oriented. Am I right, Julia, about saying that? Because I'm having a hissy fit okay. off the air about something right now right. with our website. Right. That's so Virgo. Okay. It's driving me crazy. It's so Virgo. So Katy Perry is on with Jimmy Kimmel last night, and she says to Jimmy, she says, well, I'm a Scorpio, but Daisy's a Virgo, mm-hmm. and she thrives in routine. <laughs> She's like four months old, five months old. Uh-huh. She, but babies do thrive in routine. They if do? You, the sooner you know that as a parent, okay. to get them on a schedule, they can't, and children thrive in routine. They okay. don't, they need to have parameters they need to have rules they yeah. need to know exactly where they fit boundaries well her dad i looked up her dad is a capricorn her mom is a scorpio so good luck daisy <laughs> that's that's so because funny because they're both you know yeah. yeah but anyway she knows that she, that's so she was funny. really cute so anyway. i love that name daisy yeah that's so cute. cute no i am <sighs> yeah. hollywood speak this okay Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley shared the same astrologer. Is that how they met? I don't know, but did she introduce them? Is, the it, is it Marie? It is Deborah Silverman. You can find her on Instagram. Um, and I guess like the friends uh, people follow her and Cara Delevingne follows her. Is this the one her? who... Um, who what's her name remember jennifer aniston followed her big time i feel like deborah silverman and we could if you want to take online classes Mm -hmm. anyway i'm just wondering if it's the astrologer that introduced these two 
Well, sessions are $500, <laughs> so we're not doing it today for okay. a 45 to 50 minute reading. She's mm-hmm. three to six months out, Lori. Good Lord. We have Jody Levon we can talk yes. to here. We've got Michael Bodine. We don't yes. need five. Well, although Michael could get $500 Michael probably does an hour. get $500 an hour. But geez, I'm thinking the astrologer met, there introduced go. these two. All right, here's another one. Uh, this gal, <laughs> I know you won't know her name, but you'll know this. What? She's a selling sunset star. Did you ever watch that show? I watched it okay, so a couple Heather, times. Do you know who Heather is? A blonde, they're, they're if that describes it. They're all blonde and overblown and okay. over-injected. Well, okay, she's a selling sunset star okay. who got together with um, the flip-flop guy. Okay. Do you know who that Tarek. is? Tarek, yes. Flip, flip or flop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're married. Yes. Yes, I know who these two are. She showed off her new ink this morning, and it's right above one of her butt cheeks. And it says this, and I if you can't Hollywood speak it, I'm going to Rocco. Okay. It is tattooed. Yes, sir, Mr. El Musa. Yes, sir. I'll Mr. have another. Spank uh. me. Spank me, I'll have another. I mean, Tarek's last name is Musa. Musa, El Musa. So that's her husband. Yes, sir, I'll have another. I mean, spank me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know that they are we, a spanking couple. Well, obviously. Yeah. It's a lot of words. I would just. It's in a nice, pretty script. Of but course, I they just always thought, are. I just thought, you know, you got to always. That's a bit much because you're going to have children. What does that got, mean, Mom and Dad? Well, you got to think how ink ages. Lori, we. Lori. You are preaching it to the preacher yeah. here. I mean, I don't understand ink in the first place. Yeah, but it, that is the thing. Sometimes people Thank put you, ink. Thank you, sir. I'll have another. Yes, that's basically. I knew mm-hmm. you'd be able to do that. Now, Jillian. I hope it could mean. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? I hope not. Rocco, do you agree with Julia's assessment? Yeah, it's a spanking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Jillian Anderson, who. Uh, Scully, and of course she played, uh, she's in that great show, Sex Education, if you haven't had a chance to binge she's that on Crown. Netflix, The Crown, yeah. Margaret Thatcher, she in season four, Okay, and um, anyway, she did an interview with InStyle magazine, and she said uh, about the show and some of the criticism about it, and she Which said- Which show? The Crown. Okay. She said, there's a lot of stuff that could have been written about, but was not. That is so much worse than what ended up in the show. (laughs) There has been kindness extended in certain areas where it didn't have to be. We've got so much more dirt on these royals, and we're just not even touching it because it would be too much. People people couldn't handle the truth about the the royals. Yeah. And And her ex-fiancé... Peter Morgan, yeah. Is one of the writers. Isn't he the lead writer or something for The Crown or the yes, creator? Yes, he's the creator yeah. and writer. So she knows there's dirt. And he's moved on very quickly. And yes, he remember did. she said she was bemused. Yeah, he, like, they were together, what, four years or something? And mm-hmm. then um, they're gone for two months and he's with someone else. Living. Not even yeah. two months and yeah. moved in. Yeah. Okay. That's a quick turnaround. Uh, please explain. That's called keeping your luggage packed and ready to go. Halle Berry. Uh, we know um, who she is. Was on Instagram and somebody, she shared a post which read, women don't owe you bleep. To who? Just, it was just a post, you know, okay. it was just a picture and a post. She's being all insty, probably her social media 
person told her to do Where it. Where is our amazing. social media person? Because she needs to look like a badass because her martial, arts. she's going to be the martial yeah. arts, the movie that's coming out, Rocco, where she plays a fighter. Okay. So they're kind of like, it's a slow insta roll about what a tough chick she is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, someone said, someone wrote to her, well, you may have a career, and I mean, just wrote way down in the thing. But you have you? You've never been able to keep a man. Oh, whoa. well, Hall, Hallie had some time and was scrolling, and she just said this: "Who says I want to keep the wrong man?" Good for her. I know. But just to even respond. But then she went on to say, See, um, "She couldn't stop there. She yeah. couldn't stop herself." She went on to say that she should have just stopped there. Of course, she should have. But then she went on about, you know, when you're in the wrong relationship, right, the ship. and oh, by the, please. And by the way, having to pay child support to an ex is extortion. So she was doing so well. She she hates play, paying that model. Oh, Gabriel. Oh, she hates paying him for Nala, the first one. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if she has to play the Frenchie. They're not even... Divorce, and I wonder when does he ever see his kid? He probably lives in L.A., Lori. Oh, you think? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He didn't have a hot Hollywood career. No, he didn't. Not really. I mean, Pain he did. your ex extortion. Is extortion. Tell us how you really feel, Allie. See, her problem is she likes to talk. Yeah. She can't handle criticism. Don't post things if you can't handle it. And apparently all the TikTok uh, people knew that Claudia Conway. Who's that? Uh, Kellyanne Conway and George Conway's daughter, daughter is on American Idol. Her edition is coming up. Oh, I mean, that's what that's all that's about. That's what that's all about. You have to oh be a my. TikTok kid. Well, Brittany will tell us all about it. Brittany, oh yeah. My talk's on TikTok.